Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The ads maven, Jen Pawsik, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Now, here is the host of the ads maven, Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker and coach, Jen Pawsik. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. I'm... Jen Posick, host of The Ads Maven here on Inspired Choices Network. Okay, so today we are going to be talking all about list building strategies. So I'm really excited about this one um, because I am in the middle, I'm on day three of a five-day list building challenge. So I figured if I'm in the middle of doing a challenge, anyways, I should talk to you guys about list building too. And I know some of you guys that are my listeners are also joining me for the challenge, which I love. Um, so the reason I start, I decided to create this list building challenge because if you've listened to the ads maven before, you probably know that your email list is really truly like the backbone to your business. And I am a huge believer in the power of growing an email list. Um, I got started back in the day, back in 2014, really uh, growing my family's email list. And I found that it was so effective for um, being able to really nurture an audience and then be able to sell to that audience. So um I grew my family's email list to a little over 160,000 and brought in well over 2 million in sales directly from that, directly from running Facebook ads that grow your list and then sell to your list. Um, so I'm a big believer in the power of an email list. So I decided to do this five-day list building challenge, and it's been so much fun. So at basically every day at 10 a.m., I've been going live with a training in a pop-up Facebook group that I created just for the challenge. By the way, if you're listening to this live and you'd like to join us, there's still time to get in on the challenge. You can go to jenposick.com slash challenge to check it out and join. Um, but basically, I'm going live every day of the challenge, and I'm going through different trainings that I created that I feel like are kind of what you really need to get everything going and start growing your email list organically. But because uh, this is the ads maven and Facebook and Instagram ads really are the thing that I focus on, I wanted to also do it in a way that sets everybody up so that they can run ads when they want to really start to scale and run their ads on like hyperdrive. Um, yeah. So that's how it's been working, and I'm so excited about this because it's all leading up to on day five, I'm going to open the doors for a short time to my um, List Building Ads Lab. So my List Building Ads Lab, it's an online course that is for entrepreneurs who want to really leverage the power of Facebook and Instagram ads to grow a highly targeted email list filled with the right potential clients so that they can say goodbye to inconsistent, unqualified leads and the fear of having to find a nine-to-five forever. So 
I honestly, I truly love my list building ad lab. I think the course is fantastic and I sell it as a standalone course that has six modules. Every module has trainings within them. Um, but then I'm also offering it as a VIP where the VIP has eight weeks of group coaching. And I love the way, like, I just, I love, love coaching in general and I feel like group coaching, there's something so special about it. I personally like to sign up for group coaching more than I do for individual coaching, at least right now, because I feel like you get so much out of group coaching and what other people are going through that in some ways it's almost like even more powerful. Um, I mean, depending on the topic, depending on what you're working on, but I really love it. So I'm opening up the doors for my list building ads lab on Friday. They'll be open for like five days. And so I'll be offering both the standalone course and I'll be offering the VIP option with the eight weeks of group coaching. So I'm so excited for that. Um, and basically, the way that I set it up is throughout the challenge, I'm sharing trainings that are coming from the first two modules of List Building Ads Lab. Because the way that Ads Lab works is the first module is all about strategy and all about lead magnets. The second module is all about getting your funnel created. And so with funnels, we're talking about um, your landing pages and thank you pages and Facebook pixels and your email series and getting all of that created because you have to have that all in place before you can actually start running your ads. So I'm really focused during the challenge on the organic side of things because you need the organic side of things to be working and working well before you want to start running ads. I've said this multiple times, but if you are running ads to something that's just not working, it's going to continue to not work and you're just going to waste money. So the best thing that you can do is test something organically, make sure that it's an offer that people are really into, make sure that it's something that you're getting really good traction on before you spend a bunch of money on ads. All right. So within that, I told them, of course, about how I got started with my family's, with my family's stuff. And I grew really largely through Facebook ads. Um, I grew our Facebook business page with my family's, my family's business page. It's, uh, Care's High Frequency Wellness to over 80,000, uh, fans. Uh, I created a Facebook group where they're only talking about the Micronized Purple Rice, which is their health and wellness product that they share, um, to about 30,000 Facebook group members. Again, over 160,000 on the email list. Um, which brought it has brought in well over 20,000 customers, which is amazing, and over 2 million in sales. So from that point, I really decided, like, whew, the power of Facebook ads started sharing what I know. All right, so within the challenge, one of the things that I have been sharing about is the fact that I mean, there's so many mistakes when it comes to digital marketing, but one of the mistakes that I see so many businesses making is not growing or sometimes even not even having an email list. And again, I really do feel like your email list is the backbone to your business and you need a way to communicate with your people on a regular basis. You want to be able to stay top of mind. You want to be able to promote to them. You just want to have a way to communicate with them. And the fact is, we don't own Facebook. We don't own Instagram. 
we don't have any control if we're going to always have that. But when you have an email list, that email list is yours. And so even if you switch from like email service provider to email service provider, you still have that list. That list is yours, right? So you can email your people as often or as rarely (laughs) as you want. So even if your email list is only made up of customers, it's important to have that in a place so that you can email them on a regular basis. Now, by the way, if you have been in business for a while and you don't have an email list, that's actually one of the first things that I would do is I would start putting them all in one one place so that you do have an email list and you can start messaging them on a regular basis. Now, depending on your business, a regular basis might be like once a week. It might be like once a month. But I would say the bare minimum to be like once a month, depending on what type of business that um, what type of business you have, but even if it's only past customers, because, I mean, how many times have you bought from somebody multiple times, right? We buy from people, those we know, like, and trust. And if we have something come up where it makes sense, ooh, sorry about that. If it makes sense to buy from somebody again, we're going to, right? So even if your list only made up of customers, I want you to put together that email list so that you have it there and can start messaging them on a regular basis. All right, so let's talk a little bit about why we should actually grow a list. So we buy from those we know, those we like, and those we trust. You've probably heard me say this before. Um, So I really like the example of would you rather buy from Target or Walmart? Now, they have a lot of very similar products and for those of us living in the US and Canada we pretty much know both places but for myself and I know there's some people that that feel differently and that's fine for myself Target every single time I know both places but I like Target more and I trust Target more so now Every once in a while, there'll be something come up where it's like, oh, I really do have to go to Walmart. Like, say, it's Thanksgiving Day and I accidentally threw away the um, vegetarian, like, vegetable stock that is needed to cook something. Target's not going to be open on Thanksgiving and Walmart is, right? So it's like, if you, if I have, if I don't have a choice, like, I'll make different choices like I'll choose Walmart in that case but if I have the choice I go to where I know like and trust and that's true from a big brand to buying from an individual the other thing about that is touch points so a touch point it's simply a point of contact and basically every time you hear about or from a business is another touch point and so we know that 80% of sales take 5 to 12 touch points because each touch point grows the no like, and trust factor. So your email list is a great way to get lots of touch points, grow the no like, and trust factor, and be able to nurture and then promote to your list. All right, so to get somebody onto your email list, there's a lot of things that I see people do that just 100% don't work at all. Um, but to get somebody onto your email, email list, you need to warm them up and you need to give them value. So the way that we do that is through a just very simple and effective funnel. So funnels can sound complicated and 
I have some clients, I will tell you, that they have some complex funnels, but they do not have to be. It's simply a way to grow the know, like, and trust factor and turn your ideal audience into leads and then hopefully into clients. So each part of your funnel is really designed to get you to click to the next part. So I'm going to give you an example of a simple and effective funnel in just a minute. But first, we are going to take a quick break. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Pawsik. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is list building strategies. So before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about some of the um, kind of fundamentals of um, of list building and what you kind of need to know to get started with it. And we were talking just a little bit about funnels and creating a simple and effective funnel. So let me kind of show you how that looks. Now, I have to tell you, I know that it's a lot easier to understand it visually. Um, and during my list building challenge, which is going on this week, you can sign up for it at jenpossick.com slash challenge. Um, I'm going through slides that actually show examples of it, which is a lot easier to see, but we're going to talk about it and Hopefully, it'll still be pretty clear. Okay, so your funnel basically starts. This is the way people see it. It's not the way that it's we're going to recreate it, but um, it's going to start with somebody seeing a Facebook or Instagram post or ad. Basically, you just need to um, find a way to post about it, right? So it can be organically where you're not putting any money behind it, or you can do it with ads. Um, so when they click on that post, when they click on that ad, it's going to send them to your landing page. 
Oh, and I'll talk a little bit more about what landing pages need to look like, but essentially you want a landing page to just be a very simple web page where the whole point is to get them to click. Okay? So the landing page is going to be connected to your email list. When they sign up on your landing page, it's going to then connect them to um, connect them to your email list, and then it's going to send them to a thank you page. Now, if you're going to run ads, you really do have to have a thank you page at the end of it. If you're not running ads, you don't necessarily have to send them to a thank you page, but I do still suggest it because sometimes like I've signed up for stuff and it's just really confusing if you sign up and then at the end like there's no thank you page and you're like, wait, did I even like fill that out? Did that actually go through? So um, landing page connected to the email list, takes them to the thank you page. Now, the thank you page, especially, you want it to have properly set up Facebook pixels so that you can track everything. Um, and then from the thank you page, it's going to direct them to their email to receive your lead magnet or your special offer in the first of your email series. Okay, so I know that that is kind of a lot if you have not already set that up. So let me tell you a little bit how that looks um, from some ads that I have run. So one of my lead magnets is a free guide. It's called My Roadmap to Profitable Facebook Ads. You can um, actually, you can even kind of see the whole process of it. If you go to jenposick.com slash roadmap, you can see the landing page and see what it looks like. But so when I was running ads to it, so it's just the ads look like a pretty normal Facebook post that you would see, right? When you click on the ad, so there's a call to action on the ad that basically says, hey, click here to get this free guide. So they click to it. It takes them to the landing page. The landing page, again, it's a very simple web page. So on my landing page, it just says free guide, roadmap to profitable Facebook ads, lets them know a little bit about what they'll discover in the guide, and then it has a little button that says, yes, I'm ready to get them to sign up. So when they click the button, it's going to have them put in their name and their email address. Now, if you have any type of online business, I think that's all you really need. Um, the number of signups are going to go down if you have to enter more information. However, if you have a local service-based business where you really do need to kind of follow up with people, I suggest you also put a phone number. Now, that does mean that not everybody's going to necessarily fill it out, um, but chances are they're not, they wouldn't have uh, been your ideal person anyways if you really do need to be able to contact them, right? So local service-based businesses, any type of like a special offer, I do usually recommend putting a phone number in as well. So that's going to be connected to your email list. Then it's going to take them to a thank you page, okay? So a thank you page can be very simple. It can basically just say, awesome, your roadmap to profitable Facebook ads is on the way. Um, it'll be in your inbox in just a minute. Go ahead and check there. By the way, um, feel free to share. Feel free to share this with others. Or in the meantime, join my free Facebook group. Okay. So you've got options, but it doesn't have to be complicated. A thank you page can just be very simple. Then again, with the thank you page, also with the landing page, you want to make sure that you have your Facebook pixels on it so that you can track them. So Facebook pixels 
are simply a piece of HTML code used for tracking. Now, if you're running ads for list building, you also want to make sure Facebook pixels are on there because you really have to have them in order to make your ads as effective as possible. So you want to run your ads for conversions to make them as effective as possible. You have to have that pixel in place to run your ads for conversions. So then it's going to start delivering your email series. It's going to deliver the first email that's going to deliver your lead magnet and give a little bit more information um, about who you are, right? It's really starting to grow that no like, and trust factor. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about lead magnets. So again, it's something that you something of value that you give away in exchange for somebody's information. So usually their email, sometimes email name and phone number. You want your lead magnet to be easily consumable, so like five to ten minutes. You also really want it to be directly related to your core offer and what you actually do. So I have seen some lead magnets where people are offering like a giveaway where it's like win a free iPad. But like, yeah, I want to be entered to win a free iPad. It doesn't mean I necessarily am your ideal client. It doesn't mean that I necessarily even want anything to do with what you're offering. So make sure that it's related to what you do so that your ideal client, your ideal customer is going to want to sign up for it. Okay. Um, some examples of lead magnets. So like a checklist a cheat sheet, a guide, a short audio, or a quiz. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about quizzes because I recently, I'm like so excited about quizzes, you guys. I, um, oh gosh, now it's been like a couple months ago, I was in San Diego for Amy Porterfield's um, live event, Entrepreneur Experience, and it was awesome. And one of the things that she talked about on it was, um, quizzes and I before this like I used to say um, I did not think that quizzes were an effective lead magnet I just I did not the quizzes that I had seen like they just did not make me want to give my information like but then I think recently it's like something changed and now quizzes are becoming more popular and a lot I think they can absolutely be effective. And I've seen that recently. So one of my clients, we started, um, and so this is like early on with just some testing. So it's, it's not like full on results yet, but with just a few days of running some ads to a quiz uh, that she created, we got over a hundred leads for 20 cents a lead, which is insane. Like that's basically free. Um, yep. 20 cents a lead. Crazy town. So now I'm like all aboard the quiz train. I'm in the process of creating a quiz that will hopefully be debuted uh, later this month so that I can start playing with it and testing it. So, yeah. Um, all right. So with your lead magnet, you might also choose to do it instead of a lead magnet to do it as like a special offer. So a special offer is really great for local businesses, especially service-based businesses that people know what they are. They're easily understandable. People, yeah, people are aware of what they are. You want to make sure that it's an offer that people will really be interested in. 
and you want to deliver the offer when somebody signs up with their information so that you can call, text, and email them, okay? Um, so some examples of this are a $27 initial chiropractic visit with your exams, x-rays, doctor's report of findings, where you're actually saving, um, like typically they're like 70-something dollars, so you're saving quite a bit, right? Um, or a Pilates studio that offers a free initial workout or 50% off an initial cut and color for a stylist. So with that, with your lead magnet, with your special offer, so a few things about deciding on your topic. You want to start off, kind of, you want to kind of figure out your goal and then work backwards. So what are you actually looking to do? What are you looking to bring people into? What is your core offer? What free thing of value can you give to warm them up? And when you're thinking about that, you want to think about what could you give that's going to be helpful without giving away too much? What's going to be directly related to your core offer? And what can lead them to eventually purchase? So here's a few ideas to just start to like get your wheels turning. So like a short audio where you're clearing out some money blocks a checklist of everything you need to work out at home, a clean eating recipe guide. Now, with all of these, these are just some ideas, and you know your ideal audience way better than I do. So I might suggest something that's like within your wheelhouse, and you're like, yeah, but my people would not be interested in that, but they would be interested in this. So, again, just to get some ideal ideas going. Um, a guide sharing the five best things to reduce inflammation, a checklist of 50 ways to use a virtual assistant. That one was a lead magnet that I absolutely signed up for. Uh, that was from uh, Trivinia with uh, Priority VA because I just needed some ideas of like, how could I actually use a VA? Because I knew that I wanted to hire a virtual assistant, but just didn't really understand how. Um, or how to use them. So a resource guide of the business systems that you use on a daily basis, a guide sharing how to get to inbox zero with ease. And that actually was another lead magnet that I did sign up for that um, I think it, in this case it actually wasn't a guide. It was actually like an audio or a training, but same idea. Um, let's see, a cheat sheet of a morning routine to start your day off right. And this one I think it's awesome because it's so meta but a quiz about what type of quiz should you create for your online business. This is one from Shanti Zach, and um, I was recently introduced to her. Um, also, like I, I found out about who she was at Amy Porterfield's Entrepreneur Experience, and um, I took the quiz about what type of quiz I should create and then have been ruminating on that for a while. And then it's so funny because um, – Somebody just introduced me to her the other day, so I've been chatting with her. But you should absolutely, if you think a quiz might be something you would like to do, I highly suggest that you check it out. If you go to her website, so her name is Shanti Zak, C-H-A-N-T-I-Z-A-K, and I believe it's ShantiZak.com to take that quiz and get some ideas going about quizzes. All right, so that is quite a few ideas to really get things going with your lead magnet and your special offer. We're going to talk more about landing pages and thank you pages and 
Facebook pixels and all of that in just a bit when we come back from our break. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. Uh, we'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Posick. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. All right. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So we are talking today all about list building strategies. And because I'm in the middle of a five-day list building challenge, and so, oh my gosh, you guys. So everything that we just talked about in the first uh, 30 minutes of the show was basically just day one of the challenge that I've been giving. So my idea for <laughs> this was that I don't know. I might get through all five days. We'll see. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, if you are listening uh, live or in the next few days, you can still have time to sign up for the challenge and watch all the trainings, which I have to say, I think you do need some visuals with this anyways. So you can go to jenpasik.com slash challenge to sign up for it and join us for the last bit of the challenge. So day one, we talked all about strategy, we talked about lead magnets and special offers. Day two, we got into landing pages and thank you pages. So let's talk a little bit about that. So a landing page, and this is where you're going to like send people to to sign up for your lead magnet. A landing page is just a very simple web page with a whole goal to get somebody to click to opt in. So with that, you have a bunch of options for how what platforms to use to create your landing pages. Um, the one that I like to use is I like to use lead pages. That's my favorite. Um, lead pages starts off at about 25 bucks a month. So it makes it very affordable. Um, there's a few other landing page builder options. So there's Instapage, which starts at like 99 a month. Um, I don't love that one. I think it's more complicated, but some people do. Um, there's also ClickFunnels, and I know ClickFunnels people are like diehard ClickFunnels people. Um, that starts at about 97 a month. So with ClickFunnels and lead pages, I feel like they are very similar. Um, lead pages now are a little bit more customizable, uh, but with ClickFunnels, it puts the whole funnel together for you, whereas with lead pages, you kind of need to already know how the funnel is going to look, like it needs to go from here to here to here. So you can also just use your website. Now, I will tell you, I don't really recommend it. We used to, back in the day with my family's business, we used to just have our lead magnet up on our website and would send people to a, a web page that I created. And um, I put, so at the time we were using AWeber as our email service provider, and I had put 
like a Aweber opt-in form on the um, on the landing page, and we were getting about a 35% conversion rate. Now, when we switched from the like our landing page that was on the website to lead pages, we went from that 35% conversion rate to a 73% conversion rate. So I was pretty much sold at that point. Um, and I th I've gotten the question a lot of why did it make such a difference? And okay, so for me, I'm not a very techie person. Now I know people think like, oh, well, I know Facebook ads, I know Instagram ads, that's techie. But it's not techie, I'm not techie like website techie, web design techie. I'm gonna um, tattle on myself for just a minute. Um, so I have a WordPress website that I basically created myself and at some point, you know, I'll hire somebody to actually like make it make it better. But uh down at the bottom of it, it embarrassingly enough still says powered by WordPress because I don't actually know how to change that. Now I I'm sure I could look it up. But point being, I'm not a very techie person. So creating that web page with the Aweber opt-in, I just, I know it just, it didn't look as pretty, it didn't flow as well. With lead pages, everything is tested for conversions. And um, you can do a search by what pages actually convert best, like what templates tend to convert the best um, when you are figuring out your template. So I'm not a fan of using your website. However, if cost is a factor, that is absolutely a possibility. All right, so you can also use some email service providers and CRMs and course uh, builder platforms include landing pages as part of their plan. So like MailChimp has landing pages and MailChimp starts out free. You can do a free account and still have create landing pages. Now, I mean, you get what you pay for. It is limited in some ways. I don't think MailChimp landing pages look the prettiest, but if cost is a factor, you can absolutely use MailChimp for landing pages. Um, Kajabi has landing pages. Now, Kajabi is not free or cheap, but you, Kajabi has landing pages. Infusionsoft, which is now Keep, they have landing pages. So a lot of different email service providers, CRMs, and course creation platforms have landing pages as well. Oh, also, um, Kartra is a newer one. It's kind of like a less expensive version of Kajabi, where it's kind of all the things included. All right, so when it comes to landing pages, simplicity is really the key. You don't want to have a menu at the top. You want to have a very simple, clear call to action. And you want to make sure that the link to sign up is above the fold, meaning that they don't have to start to scroll in order to sign up. You want to just give them an option to sign up right away. Now you might have you might put other text on it and eventually they do have to like scroll and like give them an option to sign up below the fold as well so after they have scrolled I think that's fine but you want to make it as easy 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 as possible for people so that they can just go sign up they know what they're getting done right yeah, okay, so those are landing pages. Again, you can check mine out at jenposick.com slash roadmap um, just to see what it looks like, see what the whole funnel looks like. All right. Then let's talk a little bit about thank you pages. So a thank you page is a very simple web page that they reach after they opt in so that you can track 
when somebody opts in. So you do want to, if you are ever going to run ads for this, you need to place a Facebook pixel on the thank you page in order to track your leads. So you don't want to really give your lead magnet on the thank you page because you want to get them used to opting in for emails from you. You want to get them used to opening emails from you. Um, and if you're not using a landing page builder where it is just very obvious how to create a thank you page, you can just Google it. So I will tell you that is something that I do all the time if I'm not familiar with the platform. So you just Google how to create a thank you page using MailChimp, how to create a thank you page using uh, your email service provider, using your website, how to create a thank you page using uh, Kajabi, right? So just Google Google it so that you can figure it out. Um, you have a few options for what to put on your thank you page. So you could have it be very simple like, hey, thanks so much for getting this lead magnet. Check your email in a few minutes. In the meantime, share this with your friends. You could put a call to action, um, especially if you have like a discount or special offer, like to encourage you to book your appointment or use your voucher code. Or you could also do a tripwire. So a tripwire is something of high value that you offer for a low cost, like 7 to $97. Okay, so this is kind of like what's the next step for somebody to take with you after your lead magnet. All right, so while I've been doing the challenge, I had asked in my private pop-up Facebook group what the email service provider people were using. And you guys, it's so funny. So many people responded that they were using MailChimp. So I'm not a huge fan of MailChimp, but again, it starts off free. So I uh, had to do a little bit of figuring out. I've helped people with it before, but I don't use MailChimp personally, so I always have to like kind of go back a little bit. But so I Googled how to create a thank you page using MailChimp so that I could walk everybody through it. So I'm just going to walk you kind of through it now. Um, I know it's a little bit trickier when you can't see it visually, but I think it'll be okay. So essentially, with MailChimp, you can create landing pages. There's a Create button up at the top. When you select that, it will give you the option for landing pages. Your landing page is going to be a landing page in MailChimp. Your thank you page is also going to be a landing page in MailChimp. So you're going to first actually start off by creating your thank you page. Once, once you create that, you're going to select a template. You're going to create the whole thing. And then you're going to create your landing page. Now, with your landing page, with your, there'll be a section to put in your email address, right? When you click on that section and then you scroll down in the sign-up form section, there'll be a part that says, after form is submitted, send visitors to, and you can either send them to a confirmation message or you can send them to a URL, and you're just going to paste in the URL of the thank you page that you created with your MailChimp landing page, which makes it pretty easy and pretty cool. All right, so then after your landing page and thank you page is created, you want to place your Facebook pixels. Now, a Facebook pixel is just, again, a small piece of HTML code that's used to track when somebody lands on any of your web pages. If you plan to ever run ads, you want to have a pixel on every page of your website and every landing page so that you can track how your ads perform. So you can only track to a website that you own, 
and that you have backend access to. So you can't actually run ads. Sorry, you can't actually place a Facebook pixel on like Etsy or Amazon. It can only be on like your own website. Okay. Um, now, if you are running ads and want to track when someone visits your website or when they convert into a lead or a sale, you have to have Facebook pixels properly installed. So essentially, there's two ways that you can place it, either a pixel ID or a base code, and it just depends on the platform that you're using. Again, this is something that I suggest you just Google. And if you are going to run ads to grow an email list, you want to run those ads for conversions. In order to run ads for conversions, you have to have Facebook pixels placed. Okay, so to place the pixel, first you want to place pixels on every page of your website and all landing pages. Um, to do that, you're going to go to your ads manager, and then there's a menu in the top left that will take you to, you're going to either click on where it says pixels or events manager. Now, some, plat some um, ads managers say give you the option for pixels, some don't. It, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just some do, some don't. Um, and then if you have not already created a pixel, Facebook will kind of like prompt you through it. There'll be a big green create a pixel button and you just kind of say, okay, and keep on going. Now, if you've already created your pixel at some point, there'll be a button on the right-hand side that says details. You want to select that. And then you want to select a button that says setup. So from there, you want to click Install Pixel. And then I like to select Email Instructions to a Developer. So when you click that, it'll give you both your pixel ID, which is just a small string of digits, or and it'll also give you your pixel base code. Now, the base code looks like actual HTML code. Now, the next thing that you want to do is you want to figure out how to place your Facebook pixel. So you can add a pixel through either the pixel ID or the base code, but you just Google. Google it. How to add a Facebook pixel to WordPress. How to add a Facebook pixel to Squarespace. How to add a Facebook pixel to Wix. So just Google what it is, and that will help you to do it. Now, next thing on your thank you page, you're going to want to place a standard event pixel on the thank you page. Now, Facebook kind of walks you through it a little bit, but I know that this can be a very tricky thing. If you're trying to do it and you have questions, I highly suggest first off that you join our challenge, jenposlick.com slash challenge, or um, if the challenge is already passed when you are watching this, shoot me an email, or you know what's even better? Ask in my Facebook group, FB Success Secrets, um, because I'm in there all the time. So just post in there and ask away because it it kind of does need to be visual um, in order to see it. But so you do want to place a standard event pixel on the thank you page. I like to do the lead pixel on there. And so when you click that email instructions to a developer, there is a section that says uh, get event code for conversions. When you open that up, it'll give you the code that you, you're going to paste into the base ID, uh, sorry, the pixel base code. So if you're tracking it for leads, you'd want to do FEQ track lead. 
and then you'd want to paste it in. And that web page actually shows you exactly where to paste it in, which is very helpful. All right, so we are going to take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about list building strategies, especially your email series and a little bit about scaling. So you are listening to The Ads Maven with myself, Jen Posick, on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Want to run Facebook and Instagram ads but aren't sure where to start? Are you running ads but know they could be doing better? The Ads Maven, Jen Posick, is here to help by sharing the secrets to running effective and profitable Facebook and Instagram ads. Listen to The Ads Maven every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Ads Maven with Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, speaker, and coach, Jen Posick. To participate in the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email questions and comments to Jen at theadsmaven.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Jen Posick, the Ads Maven on Inspired Choices Network. So today our show topic is list building strategies. So before we went to break, we were talking about, oh my gosh, we've covered quite a bit. So we've talked about lead magnets and special offers, landing pages, thank you pages, Facebook pixels. So let's talk a little bit about your email nurture series. So basically, the first email in your series is going to deliver your lead magnet. And then the other emails, they're just going to continue to grow the no like, and trust factor. So I sometimes I've said, like, you kind of want to have, like, three emails. But it really depends on your business. It depends on how regularly you email your list. Like, I have one client who um, we were just talking the other day, and she's like, you know what? I really don't want to have this whole, like, email series. I just want to give them, like, their, like, lead magnet in the first email, and then I just want to add them to the regular weekly emails that I send out. And it, she sends out emails to her list every week. So they're going to get caught up, and they're going to learn more about her from those weekly emails. Now, if you're somebody who is very inconsistent about sending emails, you really probably do want to have an email series. But how many you end up sending depends on you, depends on your business, depends on how regularly you nurture your list anyways, and depends on kind of what you what you need. So the first email, though, is going to deliver the lead magnet, and the other emails are going to let them continue to get to know you. They may make an offer. So after your initial series, you're just going to email, continue to email your list on a regular basis. Make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. All right. So... With that, to help you write your email series, there's just some questions to consider. So think about what's your core offer. What is it that leads them to work with you? What leads them to that core offer? Is it a consultation with you? Is it a sales page? What objections do they need to overcome to have them take you up on that offer? What path would a customer naturally follow before, like, to get them to decide to purchase with you? What does your customer or client need to know to take that next step? And so use your answers to these to help craft your emails. So a few 
copy tips. Um, when you're writing, write to one person. You're not, when we're reading an email, it's usually going to be on our phone, sometimes like on a laptop. But do you ever have somebody reading over your shoulder, reading an email together? Probably not, right? Most of the time you're by yourself. So if I'm reading an email and it's like talking about all this like plural stuff, I'm like, mm, that's not talking to me because it's talking to like other people. But you just want to write it to the one person that you're speaking to in that email. So you kind of want to direct it at like your avatar or like your best friend. I also suggest that you write how you speak. You don't need to make it super formal. You don't need to make it super fancy. We buy from those we know, like, and trust. Be yourself. That's like that's kind of the best way to grow that know, like, and trust factor. So I like to use casual language, use contractions, um, that formal language of, like, I, I think it's so silly. I mean, it's not – unless you're in, like, corporate or some type position – or maybe like your people are very formal, that might be different. But in general, use casual language, use contractions. You can use sentence fragments. However, I will say, like you do still want to use like proper grammar, proper spelling, proper punctuation, besides the sentence fragments part. So, I mean, don't use like double negatives and stuff like that. However, you can still be more casual in your language. The other thing is you kind of want to use fifth grade language, so you want to use short words. Um, that's a kind of general rule of thumb. That goes for writing your ad copy as well, depending on who you're speaking to. Like you still want to use like industry terms that your ideal customer will know, like that it's talking to them, but in general, fifth grade language. You also really want to focus on benefits. Um, remove any redundant words. Like you only want to use the words that are needed to it. You don't have to, like, this isn't like an like a English paper. You don't need to stretch things out. It's kind of funny because I'm part of a project for, um, I'm writing a book chapter uh, that will come out, uh, I guess, probably sometime next year, the, towards the beginning of the year. And it's like a word minimum, which kind of stresses me out a little bit because now I'm like, I try to do... Uh, you know, as few words as possible to get my point across. And with this, I'm like, oh, I got to stretch it out. Still not using like words like a bit and kind of, or really, or, you know, like not redundant words, but hopefully you get what I'm saying. The other thing is you want to make space, like literal space. Um, I make it a general rule of no more than three lines per paragraph. Now, I don't mean sentences. Like one sentence can be, like half a line or a sentence can be like four lines, but I mean like actual lines on the page. So the reason for that, if it's three lines or less, people feel like they're skimming it and they feel like they're able to just like read through it real quick because they're just able to skim the whole thing. But if it's more than three lines, it feels like it's reading and it feels like it's work and people tend to be lazy. So I suggest that you put some space in your emails to make it a little bit easier to read. All right. Once all of that is put together, you want to connect everything and make sure that everything is working so that your landing page is connected to your email service provider and your landing page is connected to your thank you page, that it has your Facebook pixel on it, 
that your thank you page has your Facebook pixel on it and that when you sign up for it, that you actually get the first email. So you need to make sure everything is in place before you start posting about it. You want to post about it everywhere you can and test it organically. See what type of response people are giving you. Then, if you know that it's giving you a good response organically, people are into it, you know you're going to be ready to run some Facebook ads. So exciting, right? I mean, I hope you think it's exciting. I think it's exciting. So as I mentioned, I am opening the doors on Friday to my List Building Ads Lab. So my List Building Ads Lab, again, it is an online course that I'm offering as both an online course option, like a self-study course, as well as a um, as well as a group coaching VIP experience, which I'm so excited about. So with my List Building Ads Lab, it ends up having, so there's six modules, and it walks you through really, truly, like everything you need in order to um, run ads to grow your email list. So with that, with module one, we talk all about strategy. Module two talks all about your funnels, so a lot of what we talked about today. Module three, we talk all about um, creating your audience for your ads, finding that ideal audience that's going to really be going to be a perfect potential client. Module four, we talk all about writing your copy, creating your graphics for your ads. In module five, we talk all about the nuance of getting your ads up and running because there's really, truly just so much nuance to it. Like I was helping somebody with an ads audit um, recently where their actual ads, like the copy and graphics, like those are great. I didn't have much feedback on them, but the big part of where they needed to improve was in the actual ad setup. It's all like the little pieces of getting it in place so that they can be as effective as possible. And then in module six, it's all about optimizing and scaling your ads so that you can really, truly grow your list on Hyperdrive. So I love it. I think it is such an awesome, um, such an awesome course and running it as my eight week long group coaching, I think is so much fun. So if you want to learn more about that, I'm uh, going to be on Friday opening the doors for it. You can learn more about it at jenposick.com slash adslab, A-D-S-L-A-B. And hopefully I'll see you there. I'll see you next week too. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to The Ads Maven. Jen Palsik will return next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, and 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. See you next week where we will dive into more Facebook and Instagram ad strategies.